as we welcome in Danny Saul to the big program. Uh, good morning, Danny. How are you down in uh, Arizona? Good morning, Kevin. I'm doing great. It's uh, it is cold this morning here in <laughs> Phoenix. Yeah, and it it feels like 43 degrees, Ooh. which Fahrenheit. Uh, I I know what minus feels like in Celsius, but it's uh, it's cold. I don't know what that would be. It's probably just above freezing. So, anyway, it's, it's about six um, or seven degrees, Danny. Yeah. Okay. Well, it's uh, everybody be out in a t-shirt, probably <laughs> playing golf. But here, it's a little different. Yeah. Uh, was, is it better today than yesterday's conditions at times yesterday when you guys were out? Yeah, we we were in the morning pro am slot, and we uh, Corey got to Corey got to play with Nick Saban yesterday. Oh, wow. So that was a kind of a special day of golf with, uh, with Mr. Saban. And, uh, we actually went to Kent state university. He went to the same university as I did. Wow. Uh, Danny Salt uh, with us uh, this morning. Caddy for Corey Connors as the WM Phoenix open tees off today. So you guys have a, a twelve fifty five tee time today, Danny. That is correct. And I'm heading out to the golf course to get a pin sheet and have some breakfast. Hmm. And uh, just kind of checking out things here this morning. It's pretty cloudy and cold, like I said. <laughs> well, you're gonna. Well, you'll still be in, in shorts, though, won't you? I'll be in shorts. I'll uh, have my Canadian spirit. I got to look like I'm, I can handle it again, yeah. even though it's been a while since I've been home. Exactly. When, when's the last time you've been home? It's been a couple of seasons now. I would say that golf seasons, mm-hmm. and it's. Uh, I did, I did get home to Alberta last summer, but not Edmonton. So mm-hmm. looking forward to coming back this summer. Danny Saul with us on Sports 1440. So uh, how many years have you been with Corey, and how have you seen his game uh, continue to evolve to where it is right now? I mean, I've, this will be my third full season with Corey on the PGA Tour. I worked briefly for him in 2017, and uh, his game is just – it's gotten better and better every year. He's actually gotten longer. And he's, uh, you know, like the, the parts of his game that he's, he knows he needs to improve is a little bit of the short game area. Obviously, he's an amazing ball striker, so he hits a lot of greens. And so, you know, the time he doesn't, he needs to – he's working hard on, you know, keeping that momentum going, get saving a par or maybe getting up and down for a par five and to keep the round going. So, yeah, he's mm-hmm. he's – He's an amazing guy. His swing never changes. I never have to talk about his golf swing. So for me, it's, you know, I'm kind of a swing guru. Yeah. I, that's what I like to look at. And for Corey, it's just a numbers guy. He is, he's, he's, he's a well-oiled machine. Yeah. You, you know, it's funny, Danny, when, as you know, and you probably hear about it, the American commentators don't show a lot of the Canadian golfers when they're doing um, wherever, you know, they could be wherever in the field. They have to be near the top for us to see some highlights during a round, it seems. But every one of them always raves about his ball striking ability, and I'm sure that never kind of ceases to amaze you when you're standing there, you know, 10 feet away every shot. Yeah, no, I've been fortunate to have some eyes on some pretty good players in my career as a caddy, and for me to be able to work for Corey, it's uh, it's a very easy. I, I see a shot for him, and he, we're on the same page a lot of the time, which is nice. So he's uh, 
He's the brains behind it, and I'm the artist. <laughs> so I think it's a nice combo we have. What did you learn, Danny, when you were looping for the likes of EJ Singh and Mike Weir to take it to where you are as a caddy now for Corey Connors? You know, Corey, uh, Mike Weir really got me, you know, thinking like a caddy, not a golf, not a player. So he's, you know, with him, I train. he trained me my eyes and what to look for and, you know, what to think about and how to read a golf course, you know. Yeah, and then VJ was the guy that just I learned just what he did or how hard he practiced or what he how he practiced and how he thought and how he worked out. And then, you know, Corey, he's just this guy that I just walked down the middle of the fairway with mm-hmm. and you know, hopefully he's get a hot putter and we're gonna have a great round. So it's uh it's been evolution and you know, I'd still like to play tournaments myself because mm-hmm. I really feel like that helps me caddy better you know i know what that player's thinking about over that ball it's different watching versus you know playing so it's uh it's been a great run so far and you know i'm pr- pretty proud that i'm going to be caddying my 10th masters this year i, I was just going to say and uh, there's always courses that seem to fit the eye of a player and would you say that's the case with with cory at augusta i believe so i mean he has a right to left ball flight draws the ball and you know some of those holes he's not afraid to pull driver on 13 and feel comfortable you know turn it around that corner and you know he just has that eye for this for that type of golf course and obviously mike weir's taking me there i've got to play it mm-hmm. and, and just prepare for the course through vj the matt Passmaster champ and and mike weir so those two guys have uh, you know I've, I've got a lot of great notes on that golf course <laughs> Corey. How many times have you played Augusta, Danny, and where does it rank for you in the courses, uh, you know, around the world that you've played? Wow, I've been pretty fortunate. I've met a lot of great people and that have been members at pretty elite clubs. Um, I played Augusta twice, got to stay overnight above the pro shop. It was amazing. And first time around, I didn't. I struggled on the front nine because, you know, Growing up in Canada, you don't see the front nine ever at Augusta. It was always the back nine. So my eye wasn't quite there for the for the course on the front nine, but the back I actually played A-man corner 200 par first time around. Oh, wow. So I was pretty – that was my highlight of my, uh, my Augusta. But Cypress Point is probably the most beautiful golf course I've ever been on, wow. which is on the tip at Pebble Beach. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. Uh, and for, for those of our listeners that don't know, uh, you know, Danny, before he got into the caddy game, was uh, an outstanding, outstanding player. Uh, won the uh, Sincrude Boreal Open where I was up there with you in Fort McMurray in, uh, well, what is it? It's 2011 now. It's almost 15 years ago. So just uh, remember that one? Oh, yeah. That was, uh, well, that week I was just kind of in my own little zone and, I still remember it. I, I didn't know I was in the lead. I just I told my caddy, hey, if I if I need to lay up or if I need to tell me what what I'm at. And so finally he he told me I had a five shot lead, so I was okay. <laughs> so it was uh that was a you know special win for me. And Nick Taylor talks about it too, because um, actually I played with him that week as well. So yeah. you know it's uh it's been a long great run, and I'm uh, still got aspirations to play the game that when I turned 50, I'm 44 now. So yeah. I have six years to help Corey win his major and 
hopefully multiple tournaments and put some money away and then I can go focus on myself again and maybe have a, a champion's career run. Well, that would be uh, that would be outstanding. Uh, the WM Phoenix uh, Open. Everyone talks about hole sixteen and what a, a gong show, what a zoo it is. So, when you guys walk, you know, from fifteen to sixteen, what's that experience like? Well, you can you can kind of feel it going up fifteen. You know, you're well, fifteen is a tough hole, man. The the drive is a tough hole, and then you're you're trying to see if you can get home in two on the par five. And then as you're walking up, you're thinking about the wind now for 16 because you can't feel nothing in there. It's like this stale air <laughs> spot where you just you can't feel it. You just hear people. It's loud. Your adrenaline's rushing. And you know you have to take five off. Any club you take, you know you're taking five off that because the adrenaline rush. But the wind yesterday was into our face, and you can't feel it. Until, but there's a flag at the very end that it's kind of like you're you got to trust it you, if that wind's blowing you got to understand that hey that hole's going to get affected when it gets above the stadium mm-hmm. so it's a little bit of thought process into the into the shot but I mean Corey's pretty confident he's he's like I'm not taking any more than a nine iron he's, <laughs> but it, it, I mean some guys have hit a six iron on that hole that's uh-huh. you know the hole's only 160 yards long to the middle of the green so it's a you know it's a it's a field shot, but it's a fun. Uh, it's a great. I love that be able to do that shot at one point. <laughs> uh, how does a golfer handle uh, the outside noise there? You know what? It's actually it's different. It's when there's so much noise, you don't notice it. It's just like a dull roar, right? Mm-hmm. You can't. But if it's you know, say you're on the back nine, there's nobody watching. That's where the problem is because people come in and out of this place, and they're walking to the Fairmont Princess. They're in their high heels. And they they don't even know there's a golf tournament going on. So like that's the distractions. It's just a couple groups of people that are out talking, having a great time. But once mm-hmm. you get to the the far end of the golf course, the, the end of the course, it's you know it kind of all blends in. Yeah, uh, one of my favorite stories too, still from the the Boreal Synchro Open uh, in uh, Fort McMurray with Corey, and it and I can't remember who it is. And you'll have to ask Corey for this, but it was either the year prior or the year after, Danny, when you won. I think it was the year after. So Corey was golfing in, in on the tour with Taylor Penrith, a good buddy of his, and you know him obviously quite well. One of them missed the cut, and so the other guy caddied for him for Saturday Sunday. I don't know if you remember that and who who actually looped for for whoever made the cut. Do you remember that? I think it was Corey that caddied. Oh, wow. I believe it was. Yeah. So he had, you know, they're pretty tight yeah. and uh, great friends. And, yeah. and uh, yeah, they do that kind of thing. I Actually, I remember a story. I was doing a Monday qualifier for the Corn Ferry, and I missed. Taylor Pendrick was in a playoff. I said, all right, give me the bag. So I went and carry, I carried the bag club. You know, that's our yeah. kind of our Canadian. We're a pretty tight group out here. We all... We hang out like last night. We had a nice supper at oh, at Adam Hadwin's house. So you know the Canadians are a pretty tight knit group. It's a big year for Canada golf. Mike Weir's the captain mm-hmm. of the President's Cup team, and you know he's going to have his hands full picking four. At least, you know, there's four Canadians that have a really good chance. Yeah. Uh, just one last one. So how does the day go here? You said you're just kind of get to the course and you'll walk around a little bit, and then how, what do you do? You go to the to the practice facility first, then the green, putting green. How, how does it work for Corey? Yeah, Corey, pretty same same routine every every week, week in week out. We start on the putting green, 
roll some putts, calibrate his stroke, get the speed of the greens, about 30 minutes, and then we head to the range, work on the game, uh, get his numbers, and then, uh, you know, he's about an hour and 10-minute guy before his tee time, unless we have to walk somewhere. But he's uh, he's pretty focused. He's, he knows what he needs to do, and it's pretty easy to up for him. I just like to get here early, see what's going on, and mm-hmm. get the pin sheet, put it, you know, get do a little study in, and, uh, yeah, I'll be ready for him when, he's, when he gets here, probably around 11. Well, Danny, can't thank you enough for taking the time on, you know, round one, on round one, the morning of round one as you guys get ready to tee off uh, at uh, 12.55. Uh, it's just going to be, we'll be all watching up here for sure. So thanks for this. Good luck on the weekend. We'll see you soon, big guy. Thanks, Kevin. Appreciate the call.